0: good Hennessy and tea sippers welcome to a brand new episode of the Chronicle She it's the queen the one and only Taylor Kathy in the motherfucking building welcome to a brand new episode I'm glad to be here with you guys it is Friday hope you got your tea and Hennessy cups ready I got mine with just a little bit of (laughs) coca-cola Ooh. My apologies for last week. My guest, Lizette Martinez, needed to reschedule, so we'll be hearing from her soon. Please send out your prayers for her. She's a busy, busy, busy woman, and I'm very proud of her and her book. Please go check out Jane Doe Number 9 on Amazon. It's It's one of the most eye-opening, jaw-dropping books you will find. And please be on the lookout for my book, Love Lies and Broken Hearts, drops February 14th on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if you guys would like to be put on the email blast list, please feel free to email me your email addresses to the Chronicles Chronicles of She Series at gmail.com. Much love. Okay. We are gonna be catching up on the news of Miss Kelly Price and the R. Kelly situation. R. Kelly was Kelly Price's mentor. And she has recently dropped some information about the R. Kelly scandal back in the day when it was brewing. She knew that girls were being brought to R. Kelly by their mothers. And Miss John Savage, honey, she is not here for the fuckery with miss kelly price okay let's get into it let's get motherfucking into it complex one of his most frequent collaborators over the years r&b legend kelly price admits she is entirely convinced of R. kelly's innocence i think where there's smoke there's fire the r&b singer told recently told vlad tv price who began collaborating with kelly in the 1990s told the outlet that her relationship with Kelly was always professional. Price claimed she was never exposed to Kelly's alleged misconduct, but had heard the whispers involving supposed relationships with teenage girls. He never brought anything around me. People don't believe it, but he never ever brought anything around me, Price said. He never acted weird. He never tried to make a pass. We very much so had a brother sister relationship. She continued, I think we all heard rumors. The rumors were that he liked underage girls. He never had underage girls around me. Price said she had become close with Kelly's family and suggested that the relationship may have been the reason why he remained so professional whenever she was around. I went to Chicago, went to Kelly's house, played with kids, cooks for the kids. That really was who I was to that family, she explained. So I was not exposed to a lot of the other shenanigans and I think that there was a part of him that understood that if I did see any sex crimes, I wouldn't be like somebody else and turn my head the other way. Mm. Okay. All right, well, she's she's admitting that she did not see anything. But let's keep on going. Let's keep going. Price then touched on the sexual abuse and harassment that continues to plague the music industry, pointing out that it wasn't that it was quite common to see young women and girls being exploited in this business and nobody really wants to talk about it in this business. That's not odd, that's actually the culture, she said. It's the culture. Now, now that I have seen I've seen mothers bring their daughters backstage, and that's the thing nobody wants to talk about. The interview was published about four months after Kelly was found guilty on a slew of criminal charges including racketeering, bribery, and sexual exploitation of a child. He is now awaiting sentencing hearings set to take place later this year. And remember, your voice matters, always shit so she has seen mothers bring their daughters to R. Kelly who were these girls Miss Kelly Price let who are they and it sounds like you need to be on the witness stand as well if you saw these girls being brought to him alright you need to be on the stand as well and with this recent interview the parents of Joycelyn Smith have come forward against Miss Kelly Price. And like I said, Miss Jonjolin Savage ain't having none of this shit. And Miss Kelly Price is not about to back down because she ain't no punk either. She and Miss Price are butting heads as we speak. Let's get into this, okay? This is from Hot New hop dot, This Hot New Hip Hop.com. Many believe she's speaking about Joycelyn. Savage, R. Kelly's girlfriend, Price added, "I never said I saw your mama backstage with you." Just one day after the news was shared that R. Kelly's former manager was ordered to stay away from Joycelyn Savage and her family, Kelly Price was uh, has a message for the girl singer's former girlfriend, Joycelyn and Azriel Clary, Clary. Clary rose to fame after they appeared for the infamous Gayle King interview along with R. Kelly. While Ezriel has abandoned the incarcerated singer and speaks openly about him as an alleged abuser, Lynn has remained by his side and apparently she may not have been happy with what Kelly Bryce had said about R. Kelly. In a recent interview, Price detailed her close sibling-like relationship with Kelly and while she admitted she did not witness anything inappropriate, she did believe that he was guilty of some form of misconduct. She did mention that in her experience, she saw parents bring their girls backstage to meet R. Kelly. In a new update from Kelly Price, she revealed that after her interview went viral, a Miss Savage reached out with a threat. She didn't specifically say it was Joycelyn, but it was her mother. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. I said I had said about R. Kelly. He's in jail right now, said Price. I also said that's where I believe he belongs because where there's smoke, there's fire. But please, Miss Savage, you threatened me, and you told me I should tread lightly. You don't know me like that. I have nothing to do with what your family went through. I wasn't around when y'all were around. I never stand in the corner of rapists. I would never stand in the corner of somebody who is violent towards women or children, but it sounds like a hit dog is hollering right now. I never said anything about your family. The statement that I made was about the industry as a culture and I stand on it. Young girls and women, period, have not been safe in this business because they've been preyed upon and people have known that girls who want a career a lot of times will do whatever is necessary to have one. Unfortunately, sometimes their parents want them to have one so bad they will facilitate that process. Now, if that wasn't your mom, then why are you worried about it? I never said I saw your mama backstage with you. There is a video right now on Instagram about this. So you guys can go and watch it. But, ooh, Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly. Ooh, boy. Yeah, you just, you you in the fire now. You in the fire now, and you're going to need to tell them what the hell's going on. You may not have been around, but you put your opinion out there and the savages still do not have any contact with their daughter, okay? They don't know where she is, what she's doing. She's still under control of this man. You need to have some sympathy for that, okay? You need to have sympathy for that because it's now been 2017, 2018, 2019, 20, 21, 22. It's now been 6 years since they have seen their daughter. That's a that's a lot on a parent. So please, Miss Kelly Price, have a heart about this, okay? Okay. Now, I want we're going to talk about a little bit. We're going to talk about Miss Janelle Smith Savage. I need to st- I need to stop calling her Smith. Damn. Jonjolin, the mother of R. Kelly's girlfriend, Joycelyn Savage, apparently got wind of Price's latest interview and wasn't happy with what the singer had to say. In the Instagram comments of a repost of Price's interview, Jonjolin defended her and her daughter going backstage at R. Kelly's shows, doing business with a Chicago native as an effort to get Joycelyn's music career ahead. At the end of her comment, which she directed at Price, Jonjolin said, I encourage you to tread lightly hmm and you know she clapped back. Here we go. This is more of Miss Savage's comment. I'm going live because if, you, if you're if you crazy enough to threaten me, I'm going to put you out there. Oh, oh, this is Kelly, my bad. Price said in a video shirt on January 25th. Be careful about me telling, telling me to tread lately if you're not prepared to back up what you say, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is get this is getting hot. This is getting hot, and also there is talks about Miss Kelly Price's conservator conservatorship when she was this when she was going through COVID nineteen. Let's get into that right now, shall we? Mhm. Let's see what that's about. Oh, this is when the missing when the rumor about her missing happened. All right. R&B veteran Kelly Price gave fans a major scare last September after her sister began circulating report that she was missing and that her husband may have been behind a plot to take over her estate. We later found out from the As We Lay vocalist herself that she was actually dealing with a serious COVID-19 diagnosis in private and that her husband was the primary one taking care of her. Following a recent interview with Vlad TV, Price gave in more insight into the whole ordeal that revealed her sister's plans for a conservatorship similar to the britney Spears situation and possible monetary theft within her own family speaking with the comedian lunel the popular 90s singer gave a rundown of what she was actually going through during her time in the hospital saying when i went to the hospital they shut down visitation men were not allowed to come to the hospital with their wives having babies when i was in the hospital and also added I was unconscious for days. Actually, my heart did stop. I was medically dead. They were able to resuscitate me. Price confirmed that she wasn't being secretive about the diagnosis, especially being that she's the one who announced it herself but didn't announce it sooner due to the fact that she was in no condition physically to make a public appearance. In regards to her husband, she says he actually got sick really bad himself while taking care of her and that it actually turned out to be her own sister who was up to no good. I almost got Britney Spears this summer, Kelly Price said while speaking on one issue with her sister adding there was a conservatorship in play by a specific family member and some of the family did fall out about it. I have a great aunt who actually has something to say to my sister about that and said to her, why would you do that? Kelly says her sister responded by simply saying, if she Kelly Price dies, he, her husband gets it all. We hate to see black families fight, especially in public. Given the mass amount of loss they've experienced, we hope Kelly Price and her siblings can settle their differences sooner rather than later. It's always about the fucking money with people. Your own fucking family. That is just fucking messy. Motherfucking messy. Good Lord. And we also got some more shit to discuss. Chris Brown is in some shit. He is in some shit right along with Trey Songz. Chris Brown is being sued for alleged rape. Okay, I'm going to need to sip on this. Sippy time, sippy time. I just need a little liquid courage. Here we go. Brown allegedly drugged and sexually assaulted a woman on a yacht docked at Diddy's home in Miami. Oh, shit! Diddy's house? Diddy's fucking yacht? Oh. Chris Brown is being sued for allegedly drugging and raping a woman on a yacht docked at Diddy's home in Miami, Florida. The journalism site that shall not be named reports. The lawsuit was reportedly filed by a choreographer, dancer, and musician identified only as Jane Doe who is suing for $20 million in damages. An attorney for Jane Doe confirmed the lawsuit in an email to Pitchfork. According to the suit, viewed by the journalism site that shall not be named, the alleged assault took place on December 30, 2020. Brown had allegedly invited Doe to Diddy's home on Miami's Star Island. Doe claims that she and Brown were on the yacht in the area and that Brown offered her a drink. According to the suit, Doe felt a sudden unexplained change in consciousness after Brown filled her cup a second time. The suit reportedly claims that Doe began to feel disoriented and physically unstable and that she started to go in and out of sleep. Brown then allegedly led her to a bedroom, closed the door, began undressing her, and allegedly raped her, the lawsuit claims. The journalism site that shall not be named report states that Doe says she told Brown to stop. Doe's suit, suit reportedly alleges that Brown ejaculated inside of her, subsequently getting up and stating that he was done. Ugh. Brown allegedly texted Doe demanding that she take Plan B the following day. Oh my gosh. If you or someone you know has been affected by sexual assault, we encourage you to reach out for support at RAIN National Sexual Assault Hotline, 1-800-656-HOPE-4673. Oh my goodness. That's just horrible. That is just fucking horrible. I hope she gets her justice and crazy you are not being played. You're not being played right now. You're not going to be played on my channel. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. And next we are going to be talking about the win for Cardi B and Tasha K's fuckery after this break we're gonna take ourselves a quick music break when I come back we're gonna talk about Cardi B and Tasha K peace
1: DJ, keep the wave on replay. Bitches shake that ass on beat up front, no delay. Huh? Getting money three ways. You cannot discount me, my name not no BJ. And she give me BJ. Baby girl, so wild, quiet down, tell her B, Knocking off the land, folks. Her desire and hope. I don't love them, I just fuck them. I just give them sandbox. The fuck's about the hoe? I just grind some more. Come up like this nasty, yo. Paradise when we roll. Always moving, always moving, motors gotta go. Tell them out of your pressure, came no one behind the post. Live man turned to ghost, I took all approach. Got knocked down and came back dirty. No surprise there, folks. Surpassed the most. I go back for more. Ain't no scared here, yeah. We in here. Flipping curves with verse, the words bounce off your bitch, real. Should've never brought your bitch here yeah. LeBron, LeBron Ho. the way I run the stats Highlight of the year, you know they run it back DJ, 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 keep the wave on replay Bitches shake that ass on beat up front, no delay Huh? Uh, uh. Getting money three ways You cannot discount me, my name not no BJ And she give me BJ, baby girl so wild, quiet down, tell her behave Caught up in the hate, them niggas lost up in the system Order her dinner, date her nigga, don't pay shit, he different Got on gorilla face, so here we supposed to think you us. The pressure been at bay and we don't hear your words, keep pissing And my shit so vicious, got me sick, so flippin' Got whole bitchin' fixin', young playin' no, on no difference And we on our mission, gang, fuck around and beat the gang And you know the name, and the flow insane Get him. i stick on my fuck, fuck Let them know they lame. lit them up, flip em up, cut em Wrist is cut cut the same nigga, I get em on custom custom, 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 custom. Nigga, I get out, fuck
0: You guys enjoyed that music break. I have a celebratory head of sea for your girl, Cardi B. She won her lawsuit against Tasha K. 1.25 million in defamation lawsuit against YouTuber Wendy Williams Tasha K. Yes sis, congratulations. Okay, okay. above yep, this is not the end of it cuz mmm. Tasha K, you know her. She's she's gonna keep she's gonna keep talking her shit. A federal jury in Atlanta has awarded one point twenty five million to Cardi B in a defamation lawsuit against a celebrity news blogger who she says posted videos falsely stating the Grammy-winning rapper used cocaine, had contracted herpes, and engaged in prostitution. The jury on Monday found Latasha Kebby known online as Tasha K and a company she owns liable for defamation, invasion of privacy, and intentional infliction of emotional distress against the rapper, whose real name is Belcalis Almanzar. Kebby's lawyer said in an email Tuesday that they disagree with the verdict and will file an appeal. The jury awarded Cardi B $1 million in general damages for pain and suffering and or reputational injury and 25000 and medical expenses. Kebby, who lives in Atlanta area, produces, hosts, and publishes a YouTube channel called Unwind with Tasha K. Kepi began targeting Cardi B in early 2018, making degrading and harassing statements about her, the lawsuit says. On September 19, 2018, Kepi published a video of an interview she did with a woman who said she'd known Cardi B before her music career. The video includes the false, malicious, and defamatory statements that Cardi B was a prostitute, has herpes, and had suffered outbreaks on her mouth and used cocaine. None of the aforementioned statements about the plaintiff are true. The lawsuit says, Plaintiff was never a prostitute or a user of cocaine. Plaintiff has never had, does not now have herpes, nor has she had outbreaks on her mouth. Shortly after the video was published, Cardi B's lawyer sent a cease and desist letter to Kebby demanding its immediate removal. Instead, Kebby published another video on September 21st, 2018, calling that everything said in the video two days earlier was accurate and also asserting that the rapper was cheating on her husband, the lawsuit says. Uh, that's the other way around keby then proceeded to attack cardi b and make false statements about her on social media for months the lawsuit says the statements caused cardi b to suffer embarrassment humiliation mental anguish and emotional distress the lawsuit says they also caused damage to cardi b's reputation and character within her profession and industry including but not limited to among her fans with prospective business relations Kebby knew the statements she published about Cardi B were false or was aware they were likely false when she published them, the lawsuit says. Cardi B originally filed the lawsuit against Kebby in March 2019. The woman Kebby had interviewed in September 2018 video was initially a defendant as well, but the claim against her was terminated on November 11, 2020, according to a filing by the judge in the case. Kebby said in a court filing responding to the lawsuit that after she published the September 19, 2018 video, Cardi B reached out to her via private message about the interview and was angry because personal details about her had been released. Kebby told Cardi B she wasn't interested in talking via private message and encouraged her to come on her YouTube channel to tell her truth in an interview, the filing says. Cardi B declined and instead went on a rampage on Instagram, publishing numerous videos about information in the video and began publicly trashing Kebby, saying she always makes up fake stories, harasses all Cardi B's friends, constantly stalks Cardi B, uses Cardi B's name for clickbait, and many similar accusations, Kebby's court filing says. Carrie received threats on Instagram, harassing calls on her cell phone. Her home address was made public. Her court finally sets. she feared for the safety of herself and her family and reached out to the FBI's Atlanta office. After an FBI agent advised her it would be best to find a new place to live, she moved her family to a different city in another country, county and ended up having to change her phone number, her fi- filing says. Kebby filed counterclaims against cardi b saying the rapper encouraged her associates and fans to threaten and harass her cardi b and her associates engaged in a pattern of intimidation and harassment against her when they threatened physical violence against her the court filing says in addition to the fear and anxiety Kebby suffered while also dealing with a high-risk pregnancy. She also incurred unexpected expenses associated with her abrupt move, her filing says. Kebby said the rapper was guilty of assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress and should be required to pay her damages and attorney fees. U.S. District Judge William Ray in July dismissed Kebby's claims, saying she had failed to provide evidence establishing that cardi b was the actual cause of any alleged assault or emotional distress yeah so tasha you pretty much at fuck, pretty much at fault here and if you <laughs> you should have just kept her name out of her mouth instead of making up shit about her you fucked up big time you fucked up big time just admit it just admit it but knowing tasha k she don't give a shit Tasha K says she wouldn't change a single thing in statement about defamation lawsuit loss. Laws. Tasha K has delivered a statement after losing the defamation lawsuit brought against her by Cardi B. A jury found Tasha K and her company, Kebby Studios LLC, liable on all claims on Monday. These claims include defamation, invasion of privacy through false light. Portrayal and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Both Tasha and kebby Stills are now responsible for a payout of nearly four million. Tasha K is widely known for her YouTube channel named "Unwind with Tasha K." She hosts and produces segments on the channel of one million followers. Bullshit. Oh, I wonder if Gucci Mane's baby mama has seen the show because she could she could sue her too for talking about her child. These last four years, fighting this conspiracy case has been extremely challenging, and yet I wouldn't change a single thing about any of it, Tasha said in her video statement. Tasha said she learned so much during the entire ordeal that came with powerful and insightful moments. The blogger also stated the guilty verdict was no shock to her, her husband or her legal team. We called bluff against a machine that wanted to bully me for not wavering from my personal beliefs, Tasha K. A machine that has corporate interests to protect prostitution, drug use, promiscuity, and to glorify the violence that wreaks havoc on our society and in our neighborhoods. According to Tasha K, this machine she described secured an extremely prejudicial verdict against her in Kepi Studios. She said the verdict was based solely off of sympathy and payola. Additionally, Tasha Kay believes the case succeeded in making her out to be an angry and malicious woman. She continued on to defend her platform and company. This is a real business, Tasha said. I am a wife of 17 years, a mother to a beautiful 15-year-old girl who's an honor student and a two-year-old son. My platform creates news and sheds lights on issues going on in our society. Tasha repeatedly spoke about her First Amendment rights. Later in the 12-minute video, she denied all the claims the jury found her guilty on. There was no defamation, no invasion of privacy and societal thoughts. She proved that with sufficient and factual evidence, Tasha said. The statement is a dig at part of Cardi's testimony during the trial. The rapper told jurors she wanted to commit suicide due to the false stories Tasha published about her. These stories included false allegations of prostitution, infidelity, sexual penetrative acts with beer bottles, contracting herpes and using hard drugs. Tasha plans to appeal. The decision comes despite the fact that the jury awarded Cardi a hefty $3.8 million payout for damages, medical expenses, attorney fees, and punitive damages. We will fight no matter the cost or length, even if it takes years, Tasha said. The YouTuber stated she'll take the fight all the way up to the Supreme Court if need be find the additional compensation given on Tuesday, Cardi B issued a statement about her win. During this trial all you have learned about the darkest time in time in my life. That moment in time was fueled by the vile disgusting and completely false narratives that were repeatedly and relentlessly being shared online, Cardi said. I thought I would never be heard or vindicated and I felt completely helpless and vulnerable. I have never taken Taking for granted the platform that my fame allows me to have, which is why for over three years I dedicated every resource I had to seek justice." Tasha to me is a very vile person. She really is. And I don't think she gets that because of the shit that she has talked on people. Let's just be honest, we all talk shit. But when you start bringing up people's sex history, basically, you basically put the spread the woman's legs wide open for America. Like, oh, oh, look what I found. Look what I found. A bunch of fucking lies is what you did just to build your platform. That's sad. And I'm going to say it, Most of her videos are clickbait. I'm going to say it, I'm really not a big fan of Tasha K. She is a black woman. I support black women. I am a black woman. But when it comes down to women bringing down other women, I don't appreciate that at all. And she's she's brought down women on YouTube. Check out Sweet Ma, and there's tons of others who can attest for that. Hey, Armand Wiggins, can you please stand up? And Cardi is not Cardi is not really wasting any time with moving forward and she's also giving back to the community cardi b winner of the favorite hip hop song award poses at the 2021 american Music awards and microsoft theater on november 21st in los angeles california the reason why i'm reading it is because the picture looks so fucking beautiful right here right now and she's also giving back to the community Rapper Cardi B says she will cover the burial expenses for all of the victims of the tragic Bronx fire earlier this month. 17 people, including eight children, died in the high-rise fire in the Fordham Heights section of the city. The Bronx native and Grammy Award-winning artist has committed, to, has committed to paying costs, including reparation expenses for victims buried in Gambia through the Mayor's Fund's Bronx Fire Relief Fund. I'm extremely proud to be from the Bronx and I have lots of family and friends who live and work there still. So when I heard the fi- heard about the fire and all of the victims, I knew I needed to do something to help, Cardi B said in a statement. The resilience of this city reflects every day. New Yorkers who never turn their back on one another, Mary Eric Adams said in a statement. We are grateful for Cardi B, a real superstar on and off the mic for granting some critical financial relief to families of the victims. The city will be forever thankful to her and also to the grassroots donors and corporate partners who have been able to offer immediate support for our neighbors in need to reestablish themselves during this difficult time. Cardi B in true New York fashion swiftly answered the call to help those affected by this tragic fire. And Danielle Braylon and George Louis Penguilla Falli, co-executive directors, mayors fund to advance New York City. Cardi B said, I cannot begin to imagine the pain and anguish that the families of the victims are experiencing. But I hope that not having to worry about the costs associated with burying their loved ones will help as they they move forward and heal. I send my prayers and condolences to everyone affected by this tragedy. The Bronx Fire Relief Fund has raised more than $2.5 million in donations. Anyone interested in contributing to the fund can donate online at www.nyc.gov/fund, or, or by mailing a check, made payable to the Mayor's Fund to advance New York City, indicating that the donations for the Bronx Relief Fund in the memo field or a note enclosed with a check. To the Mayor's Fund to Advance New York City, 253 Broadway, 6th Floor, New York, NY, 10007. <sighs> Good job, Cardi. Good job. And she also expressed her love to Meghan Markle, who has, who's been dealing with stuff as well. From, from the royal family. Very good. Very, very good. All right, y'all. We're also going to get into a little bit of a talking time about the Kardashians. Whoa, there has been rumors about a second sex tape with Kim Kardashian and Ray J. That is basically in Kanye's possession, but we don't know how true that is. Let's get into it right now from the Los Angeles Times. Kim Kardashian West camp shuts down Kanye West's claim about a second sex tape. Kim Kardashian West's sexually explicit past and arguably her first claim to fame is still dogging her decades later. And it came by, came, this sorry, and it came by way of her soon-to-be ex-husband Kanye West. Yay, West is known as known posted in a Monday Hollywood Unlocked interview that he prevent, he prevented a second Kardashian sex tape from coming out by retrieving a laptop from the beauty mogul's ex-Ray J. It purportedly contained more explicit footage of Kardashian and the musician. Yay said that, that he hand-delivered the laptop to Kardashian when she was hosting Saturday Night Live in October and claimed that she cried with relief when she saw it. It represents how much she's been used that represents how much people didn't love her and they just saw her as a commodity he said in the interview but kardashian west camp doesn't think there was ever a second sex tape to begin with and when addressing it her spokesperson attempted to change the narrative around the ever-evolving keeping up with the kardashians alum who was one of four children of late attorney robert kardashian had with famed momager kris jenner Yay apparently collected a computer and hard drive that were supposed to contain the original video and unseen footage from Kardashian West and Ray J's infamous 2002 romp in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Apparently, the recently retrieved footage turned out to be pretty innocuous. After review, there was nothing sexual unseen on the on the computer only footage on the plane on the way to Mexico and footage at a club and restaurant on the same trip. Kardashian West Rep said Wednesday in a statement to the Times. Kim remains firm in her belief there is no new second tape that exists. After 20 years, she truly wishes to move on from this chapter. with focused and set on the positive things she continues to do as a mother, entrepreneur and advocate for justice reform. The statement continued. Indeed, Kardashian West has come a long way since her early days as Paris Hilton's bestie who spun her sex tape notoriety into reality TV gold. Her 2007 sex tape... Oh, sorry, guys. Hold on one minute. Oh, there we go. Her 2007 sex tape Kim Kardashian superstar used footage of Kardashian West and Ray J from that tr- same trip to Cabo and became an adult film hit. It catapulted the then relatively unknown stylist to stardom months later, months before her family reality series premiered on E! The same year, she sued Vivid Entertainment, which released the footage after obtaining it from a third party for invasion of privacy. She later dropped the lawsuit and reportedly settled for $5 million. though some reports still contend that she continues to make a pretty penny off the tape. And while her personal love life often overshadows her professional pursuits, the 41-year-old has nevertheless built an undeniably influential brand in the worlds of fashion and beauty, business, and occasionally politics. She's also an aspiring lawyer and advocate for prison reform. Kardashian West remains nearly unavoidable online and in tabloids, currently fueling headlines for her relationship with SNL star Pete Davidson and for her outfits of the day. And, Kar- and Kardashian's ex, Ray J, is tired of hearing about this, too. Let's see what's good old um, I hit it first Ray J has to say. Hmm. Oh, my Lord ray j seemingly responded on twitter wednesday to the rumors surrounding the existence of a second tape involving him and kim kardashian this needs to stop he wrote i also have kids kanye west claimed in a recent interview with jason lee of hollywood unlocked that he picked up a laptop from ray j containing footage of the one wish singer and kardashian and then hand delivered it to his estranged wife everybody's like oh that's cool after i went and got The laptop from LeJay that night? Right, Kanye said. I met this man at the airport, then got on the red eye, came back, delivered it to her at 8 a.m. in the morning. Wes said he gave her the laptop the same week she was preparing to host Saturday Night Live. I gave it to her and she cried when she said... When she saw it. He said you know why she cried when she saw the laptop. It represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her. They just saw her as a commodity. I think this was another way of. I really do believe that this was another way for Ray J. To basically get into. Get back in Kim's good graces. Bruh. There is no second tape. You should just get over it. You should just get over it now and just leave Kim alone. Okay? You just want what you can't have. And you just need to get over it and get on with your fucking life. That's the thing about narcissists. They can't let you go. They will always think about you. They will always want you in their lives. Because you are all that they know. Dude, you had your, you had your time to get your shit together you honestly did and you blew it sorry you're just gonna have to get over it it's always a motherfucker who who wants what they can't fucking have and it's sad you gotta get why am i saying this about a narcissist a narcissist will never get over because they feel like they they will always they've always been done wrong even when they apologize you're only apologizing because you know you got caught, stupid. You got caught. That's the only thing that you are thinking about. Why don't you focus on Miss Julia and y'all's denim outfits, okay? Focus on that. Don't be worrying about her. And I also heard one of your artists is leaving. Is leaving your label, your good music label, Okay focus on that focus on that and leave her and her husband alone get over well not her well not that Pete's not kim's husband yet leave her the leave them the fuck alone jeez i swear to gosh this we we thought 2021 was narcissist season bitch we have not seen nothing yet with this whole fucking bullshit right here And Miss Jordan. Miss Jordan. She's moving on with her life. But the Kardashians will not leave her alone at all. They will not leave her alone. They're still bullying Jordan. They just need to get over it. Yeah. Freaking. And also she needs to freak. Koli. Instead of worrying about Jordan. Why don't you worry about your witch's hands? Damn. Jordan Woods drops. Hints about she's pregnant as Khloe Kardashian is devastated by Tristan Thompson. Tristan cheated again. No big surprise there. Here we go. The Keeping Up with Kardashians alum and Kylie Kylie Jenner's former BFF have been at odds since it was reported that Tristan cheated with Jordan. Khloe has been coming to terms with Tristan's latest scandal. As usual, meanwhile, Nevis's Jordan Wood seemingly dropped a hint she's pregnant. She's been dating NBA Carl Anthony Towns. Jordan shared a series of photos from a visit to Portland, Oregon, including that including one that fans think is a hint about something exciting. Amid the photos of her and Carl 26, Jordan shared a snap of her holding a tiny shoebox in her hand. She also had her stomach obscured in several photos fans were quick to notice flocking to the comments to try and get answers are those baby shoes one commenter wrote another chimed in baby another commenter noted so sis gonna show a baby shoe box what you hitting that boo after sharing the photos jordan took the time to field questions from fans the questions were largely related to fashion nails and the like one fan did take a moment to ask are you preggy with several eye emojis the commenter added that shoe box jordan didn't shy away from the question nor did she beat around the bush with her answer it was a gift card box and no i don't want kids right now nor am i pregnant she replied she further divulged i have been wearing baggy clothes because it's cold as fuck Minnesota was four. Also, I'm always cold as fuck regardless. That's why I'm trying to get my iron up. Meanwhile, Chloe, 37, has been struggling in the wake of yet another cheating scandal involving her ex, Tristan. Uh, the good the good American co-founder delayed her move into her 37 million mansion amid the drama. A source told The Sun that she's devastated and redoing rooms, tearing up floor plans she made with the Canadian athlete. Chloe and mom Chris built the enormous mansions next door to one another. The homes are valued at $37 million and $20 million, respectively. Chris moved into her home back in November 2021, but Chloe has halted her plans after she banned Tristan from moving in with her. Tristan confessed to fathering a child with Marley Nichols just weeks ago. A source exclusively told The Sun, Chloe is delayed moving into the new house next door to Chris. She was supposed to move into hers by now. Move there by now. But she is redoing things and tearing up the old plans she did with Tristan because she just can't face being in this big huge mansion all by herself. The source went on, this was supposed to be the family home. They were supposed to have baby number two by now. Instead, her baby number three with a stranger and she's all alone. According to the source, the reality star is beyond devastated as her home was meant to be where she interested would we'll start anew. They had been desperate for the second baby, and she's been through so much to try to get it, so so to be faced with this is a nightmare for her, the source added. The only reason she's still moving in is because it's next door to Chris. So she can't just sell it to someone else. Chloe is redoing any part of the home Pacific to her and Tristan's life together. Per the insider, there was a man cave for Tristan in the house. That's gone. She can't even think of what to do with the space now. Turn it into a she shed. Damn, that's what the fuck I do. Damn. And I hate to say this, but Chloe, this may be your payback for all the girls that you stole from the, from all the boyfriends that you stole from girls that you were friends with. But either way, get your life together, boo. And maybe the Kardashian, <laughs> maybe the Kardashians, maybe this might not be their season. It may not be. We don't know. Oh, all right, you guys. That has been the tea and Hennessy for tonight. I will see you guys next week. Y'all have a good night. Mwah. Sip safely.